What's up people and welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to explore the inner workings and treatments for a disease that impacts the lives of hundreds of millions of people on a daily basis. I'm talking about thyroid disease. So, if you're ready, I'm ready, let's break down the thyroid disease. Alright, for some context, the thyroid is a gland located in the front of our throats. Now, this gland secretes certain hormones that are crucial for us and controls the speed of our metabolism, which is essentially the rate at which our body converts food into energy. Let's take a look at the different hormones that the thyroid gland produces. And by the way, hormones are essentially chemical messengers for our body that give the message to either stimulate or inhibit certain action. So, the thyroid gland secretes mainly three hormones, T3, T4, and calcitonin. Now, the T4 hormone is most prominently produced by our thyroid gland, and it is essentially an inactive form of the thyroid hormone. T3 is another hormone that is produced by the thyroid gland, which is the active form of the thyroid hormone. Together, T4 and T3 are heavily involved in coordinating various functions of the body. Lastly, the thyroid gland also produces calcitonin, which is a hormone that plays a significant role in regulating the calcium levels in the blood. The thyroid gland also produces minute quantities of a hormone called RT3, which essentially reverses the impact of the T3 hormone. An important point to keep in mind is that in order for the thyroid gland to be able to produce all these hormones, there must be a consistent amount of iodine that it can utilize. Now, there are mainly four conditions that a thyroid gland can be affected with. These are hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, thyroid cancer, and goiter. Let's take a closer look at each one now. The word hypo refers to something being lower than normal. Hypothyroidism is a condition when the thyroid gland is underactive and does not secrete hormones consistently. Now, an immediate cause of this condition could be iodine deficiency. The thyroid gland needs iodine in order to produce these hormones. However, this is not the only cause for this condition. Other conditions such as a non-functioning thyroid gland from birth or the removal of the thyroid gland can also result in hypothyroidism. Everyone with this condition experiences a slowed down metabolism resulting in a longer time to convert food to energy. The word hyper refers to something being higher than normal. Hyperthyroidism is the opposite of hypothyroidism. It results in an overactive thyroid gland that produces more hormones than the body needs leading to a higher metabolism. Similar to hypothyroidism, an immediate cause of this condition could be due to an excess amount of iodine in the blood due to the person's diet. Other causes such as a non-cancerous tumor in the pituitary gland could lead to an increase in the secretion of thyroid stimulating hormone or TSH that stimulates the thyroid gland to produce more hormones. Thyroid cancer is simply the development of a tumor that begins in the thyroid gland's tissues. Fortunately, modern-day treatments for thyroid cancer are extremely successful and safe. Lastly, we have goiter, which is essentially the enlargement of the thyroid gland. There are three types based on the causes of goiter. Firstly, we have simple goiter, which is caused when the thyroid gland isn't able to produce as many hormones as the body needs. So, in order to overcome this challenge, it grows larger in size. Secondly, we have endemic goiter, which is caused when there's a lack or shortage of iodine that the thyroid gland can use. Lastly, there's sporadic goiter, which doesn't have any specific cause. 
Well, now that we have a basic idea of the various conditions that the thyroid gland is affected by, let's take a look at the treatment for these conditions. Let's start with hypothyroidism again. This condition results in a shortage of thyroid hormones such as T4 and T3. So, the obvious solution seems to give the person a dose of these hormones. And yeah, that is the solution. We've been able to develop a synthetic version of the thyroid hormone known as levothyroxine. Administered orally, this medication mimics the actions of the thyroid hormone and must be taken consistently. However, it can also pose some serious side effects in the case that the body is incapable of accepting the hormone. Next, for hyperthyroidism, this condition results in an excess amount of thyroid hormones. So, using antithyroid medications that are synthetically developed to inhibit an enzyme, thyroperoxidase, which is essential to the production of T4 and T3 hormones, we can block the complete production of thyroid hormones, thus relieving hyperthyroidism. However, in the case that antithyroid medication is simply not powerful enough to suppress the condition, radioactive iodine treatment is used, in which, as the name suggests, radioactive iodine is administered to the person in order to destroy some of the hormone-producing cells in the thyroid gland. This treatment, however, comes with many risks, some being a damaged thyroid gland or the development of lifelong hypothyroidism. Goiter is relatively a less severe condition than hypo and hyperthyroidism. Similar to hypothyroidism, simple goiter can be treated by the administration of levothyroxine that essentially mimics the thyroid hormones. Endemic goiter can be treated by simple iodine supplements. Before we wrap things up, I wanted to address a question that many of you may have. Is thyroid disease hereditary? And the answer is yes. It is partially hereditary. Hypothyroidism and hyperthyroidism do have some hereditary components. Research shows that up to 65% of thyroid hormone production is determined by genetics. Well folks, that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and if you did, consider smashing that follow button to be alerted whenever I drop more premium content. This is Biotech Breakdown, signing out.